All right, and we are live. This is Empowering Intuitives Explore Talk Show with Reverend Dr. Michelle Walker, and I have my special guest today is Keith Ottersberg. How are you? Good. I am good. How are you doing today? I'm wonderful. Thank you. So good to see you. You too. Um, Yes, tonight, I love the topic that we chose. Um, talking about spirit encounters and paranormal activity. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think just about everybody has had one experience or another with spirit. I think most of the viewers out here would probably agree that they've had some kind of experience whether it's seeing an orb or something out the corner of their eye, they're not sure what it is, maybe a full apparition. What do you think? Oh, I, I totally agree. Um, you know, I, everybody knows that, you know, I have a paranormal team, this is what I do, and all the time. They come in the parts store where I work, uh, they'll you know, pull me aside in the grocery store, uh, Walmart doesn't matter. Hey, this happened to me. You're, you're when I was six years old. This happened. You know, is is that real? Like, if it happened, then yeah, it's real. <laughs> oh, looks like I have a little technical thing here going on. Let's see. Uh oh, Why not going live on Facebook. Hello, Mercury Retro Gray. <laughs> yeah, right. Welcome, to, welcome to it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if we're able to go up on there. Sorry to interrupt you there. I'm trying oh, to see if no I problem. Can find it. No but problem. Got to get shared out. I understand that. <laughs> That's right. So, Keith, tell us a little bit. I know you have the Otter's Den, and yes. that's your show. I love that show. Tell me a little bit about that so people can get to know a little bit about what you do. Sure. Um, Joni Templeton, um, Skinner and I, we do uh, our show every other Monday from 7 to 8, generally. Sometimes we go a little longer, sometimes not quite as long. But uh, she does astrology. Um, you know, I intermingle uh, paranormal and the metaphysical into that. And together we can get a really, a pretty good report on what's happening up there, how it affects us down here. Um, not only in our daily lives, but also um, as a country, uh, worldwide, you know, the events going on out there. Uh, and, and she is pretty darn accurate on things, let me tell you what. Uh, sometimes we'll... Words, hang on, they're a thing. Uh, we'll, we'll just chat with the guests and, you know, answer their questions about their, uh, their birth charts, whatnot. Uh, you know, she explains what, you know, squares are and trines are, which ones are the good ones, which ones you better climb under the table, duck and cover for, uh, you know, all the retrogrades and everything. And we just try to help people understand what's what's going on. And then uh, I generally throw a little humor in there, you know, get people laughing and giggling that way they, they, they feel better after the show. You know, I love yeah. that. And, and it is so important that we look at astrology um, I, that's something that I have taken up in the past couple years because it always blows my mind when I get something from spirit and it's presenting and then all of my astrology friends are like, oh yes. And then they show me in the chart. I'm like, that's crazy. It's I love it. So I think yes. it's so fascinating when you really become proficient in it. So yes, 
it's a great show. Got, so everybody, please check them out um, on, on that show. It's awesome. Thank you so, very much. Um, also, um, one other aspect that I use that show for is uh, I also have some, uh, I'll, I'll say bigger guests. I don't know if it's the right term or not. Um, I have them come on. I'm getting into having like life coaches come on. Um, people like that, that just, you know, try to help anybody out there that needs it. Uh, so I, I've got a list of people that I want to get on my show. Hmm. Mm. Hi, how you doing? Absolutely. <laughs> Perfect. All right. I appreciate that. But, um, main reason I, I started, uh, doing the Otter's Den was to, to help people. Um, I've had a very interesting life, very difficult life, and I was able to get help. Um, I called a, the Dead Files, actually, and they came and did a show here at my home in Wymore, and they sent a, spirit, a group up from Kentucky called the Spirit Mechanics, and they came up, they helped me, you know, rid my world of the paranormal issues that were causing a lot of different kind of issues. And so now I get to help other people, and that's that's I like that. I like helping people. Love it, absolutely, and especially in today's times, you know, yes. I, I agree with pay it forward because somebody is always when I look back at my life, somebody's always stepped in at the right time when I needed somebody to offer their guidance and their support just when I needed it most. And so I do the same thing. I love that about you. I think that's fantastic. And Thank to you. bring to bring all these other people and share that knowledge. That's why I do this. That's why Spirit wanted this. Yeah. Big push. Yes. Big push. <laughs> Spirit is pushing a lot of intuitives to disseminate information. And, you know, I, I know this is your passion, paranormal activity, and um, you've experienced it personally, and oh. you do this professionally. And, you know, so let's, let's kind of like start kind of back a little bit. Talk okay. about um, different types of like paranormal. When we say that, some people like they either think the poltergeist movie, they don't realize that it could just be your loved one coming out to say hi. You know, that. it could be so many things. So, um, for me as a medium, I see a lot of spirit, I hear them, I smell them, you know, and most of the time it's loved ones. It may be your spirit guides. It might be, you know, your divine team coming around. Not always, <laughs> not always, but you know, True. in my spirit team is a little ornery. Sometimes my loved ones, they like to flicker lights and mess with me here and there, you know? Um, but not all spirits are of a high vibration. I guess we can True. put it that way. True. But, um, and you can have what I call trickster or lower vibing entities, oh, yeah. energies that, um, you know, for those of us open, we tend to find wherever we live, there's stuff going on <laughs> and we kind of like bring it out, I guess, or it follows us. I don't know for sure, but everywhere yes yes. I've lived. <laughs> yeah. So tell me about your first experience with um, spirit. First paranormal experience. Okay, okay. You, you you heard me asking for clarification. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, my first ex experiment, words, it's a thing. 
uh, experience was when I was six years old, um, we went fishing, went to the lake and the bathroom was way up on top of a hill and well, I had to go when there was a bush. So, you know, six year old, what does he do? He goes over and, you know, does his thing in the bush and I saw something shimmering out of the corner of my eye. Um, like when you're going down the highway and the highway is in the sun and it looks like water. That's what I saw. Uh, next thing you know, I'm knocked on my tail. Um, got scared, ran back, didn't say anything because I didn't know how to say what I saw. And that night um, was a very traumatic experience. Um, I had my bedroom, the bathroom, and my parents' bedroom. And there was doors into the bathroom from both you know, bedrooms. Uh, big closet. The chimney was in that closet in the bathroom. And I heard a noise. The light was on. I was awake. I just laid down to go to bed. Mom was in bed. And all of a sudden, the closet doors flew open. I mean, slammed open. The chimney, the brick chimney, exploded everywhere in the bathroom. And here's this skeleton trying to crawl out of the rubble trying to come get me and I'm screaming and screaming and screaming for my mom and nothing's coming out. Nothing. I, I finally, I, I think I started throwing stuff, you know, toys and whatnot. Um, and she heard it and she walked right through this thing. Didn't see it. And, you know, I'm pointing at it and I finally get my voice back and I'm telling her and she's like, there's nothing there. Go back to bed. There's nothing there. You're okay. There's no such thing as, you know, ghosts. <sighs> And so what does this, you know, scared six-year-old kid do? I crawled underneath the covers. Right. You know, I'm like, I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be alone. And I heard, you don't have to be alone. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. No. Okay. Well, that was a mistake. I made a deal. <laughs> Without knowing it, I made a deal with something very nasty. Mm-hmm. And my possession lasted from six years old up until about three and a half years ago. Um, it would, every house that we moved to, like you said, was haunted. Not so nice things. Um, when I moved out of the home, I was always drawn to haunted locations to live. Well, come to find out that was this thing saying, oh, I like this one. Let's let, there's something in there. Let's go in there. Relationship issues, you bet. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's another reason why I started doing my show was to help people in that aspect. Uh, you're having relationship issues, you're having paranormal issues. Which one's causing which? <laughs> which one's making the other one grow? Um, do you have a little experience in that? So, long story short, um, started learning about paranormal teams had some come down, investigate our homes. You know, they'd catch stuff like the door and up turning by itself and the door opening, you know, EVPs, you know, your classic awning stuff. Uh, but nobody could figure out what the main issue was. I ended up joining a paranormal team to learn more about it. And then I formed my own paranormal team to learn more about it and try to discover what the issue was. And things got bad enough, I started reaching out to a TV show. You know, I was looking for help 
And the only one spirit kept telling me is the Dead Files. They came here to Wymore. They did uh, a show. I believe it was uh, Till Death. And it's season 10, episode 11. Uh, if anybody wants to watch it, just Google search Dead Files, Wymore, Nebraska. It'll bring it up. Steve and Amy were convinced we had to move. I'm like, no, I am moving. <laughs> it follows. I am moving. Right. Come to find out it didn't follow. It, you know, the issue was me. But one person figured it out as soon as she saw me, you know, as soon as she came down my stairs and she looked at me. I mean, the look of horror on her face it scared me. Mm-hmm. And I don't scare easy. She knew exactly what the problem was. It was the thing that was inside me. So she called a group called the Spirit Mechanics. They came up from Kentucky to Nebraska, quite the jaunt. And they cleared the property. They cleared the home. And then it was my turn. Uh, Steve yanked, well, he didn't yank it out, but removed uh, a rather nasty-looking um, upper-level demonic entity. I'm just going to leave it there. Yeah. And uh, that's when I started my healing uh, journey. So that that was my first up until now, I guess. I, I just started rambling. Sorry that about that. That is such an intense story. Wow. Like... You know, I think it was really key how you put, be careful what you, how you say it or what you say, because, yeah. but at six, you don't know any different, really. Yeah. You, know? you don't know what to say or who to ask for. And, you know, and you're just saying, I don't want to be alone. Well, no problem. I can hook you right up. These little yeah. tricksters and um, negative energies there, they'll vibe all over that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's important to think about, and it's hard for yourself to see change, especially when you're younger. But it's surprising to me, you know, I don't probably shouldn't be, but how many teenagers are wide open to it because they're going through transition. They're having a lot more negative thoughts. They have there's you know, they just have so much going on during that time. Yep. And during that time, so many possessions, I think, take place. And parents and- may see it by personality change, um, dramatic changes. I mean, it could be that. It doesn't have to be that. There's so many things that could be at that age. But um, I think teenagers are a real big point to look at. And even young adults, you know. I I mean, it can happen at any age to anybody. Sure. And it can be so subtle that you don't really see it. Um, I happen to know one that was um, probably, I think it was right around the age of 15, 16 when he um he's still he won't let it go he doesn't want to let go and um so that's the hard part is you were seeking the help but but um, this person that i know is not seeking the help because they like they don't think there's a problem yeah yeah you you need you have to want the help in order for it to stick um removing something like that especially where it's been with somebody for so long uh, your your body, your soul gets used to that negative energy. Um, it's just like a drug. You, you pull cocaine from an addict, guess what? They're going to look for it. You pull an attachment from somebody, they're used to that negative energy. If you don't work with them afterwards and and help them, you know, aftercare, uh, they, they can pull in something worse. So you, you really got to be careful. And I think, you know, I say this a lot. All healers, anybody doing any kind of energy work, paranormal work, needs to have their own type of energy healing. 
just yeah. for that reason alone, because we can pick up these little things here and there for multiple reasons. And if you're getting regular um, energy work, your energy healer's gonna find if there's any, if you pick up anything negative. Um, Absolutely. And take care of it. So I think that, that self-care is so vital for us to keep doing the work that we're doing, you know? It is, um, you know, I'm Ricky too, I'm working on my masters. Uh, sometimes the healers need healing. Yes. You know, and, and who do we go to? Another healer, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you can pick up attachments walking through Walmart. Yeah. Um, some of them are like little energy, you know, I call them leeches. They're just little energy suckers. They like to attach, you know, right above the hip. And yeah. when they get full, they fall off normally. Sometimes they don't, and then they can become a big issue. Um, you know, cause, you know, health issues and everything else, uh, mental issues, uh, all kinds of stuff. So if, if you're not feeling right all of a sudden and you're not sick, you might want to get checked out. Well, and I think that's an important thing. You know, we always talk about being in good um, rituals, having a good <clears throat> daily routine, you know, of yeah. up in our vibe and making sure that we're meditating and that we're doing all of the self-care things. But I think what you made was a great point. I remember years ago, um, I had gone through like in a year and a half's time, three huge tragedies in my life. And it was just like, I was barely getting through. And I remember, I just, I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And I'm like, but I don't feel, I feel so heavy and so negative. And I called my friend and I, I didn't even get the words out of my mouth. She's a, she was one of my rape masters. I was like, I called her up to say, help me. I know there's something going on. She's like, oh girl, she picked up on that entity right away and cleared my house and did everything that needed to be done. And instantly I felt better. Yeah. Um, so it can be palpable. And I think that's a great point too, to, um, you know, make sure that we ask for help because <laughs> we're all stubborn and we don't do that. Absolutely. It, that's know? one thing with me. It's all my life. I wouldn't ask anybody for help. I had to do it myself, um, which I finally learned. That's a form of trauma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm learning. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I suffered from codependency issues and that and this and that. And, you know, it, it's the last three years that I've, I've learned a lot about myself and, and you know, human psyche. Um, and I just totally lost the train of thought of where I was going with that. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Hey, it happens to the best of us, right? <laughs> I, I blame it on the blonde, but I don't want to offend, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's best not to go there, Keith. Best not right. to go there. No, right. <laughs> you know, I think one thing that is is important to remember about paranormal activity is not everybody is suited to deal with that. You know, I can tell you a funny story. Um, a guy that I had lived with, he said, claimed, and I love it when people go, I'm not intuitive at all. And he ha everybody's intuitive to some degree. Yeah. But I wake up one day and his eyes are the biggest saucers. He's stiff as a board. And I'm like, I had a great night's sleep. I don't know. I rolled over and I said, are you okay? And he goes, she touched me and, <laughs> and I mean, the poor guy, I mean, scared to death. Right. And I, I said, uh, and I see my grandmother standing there and I said, yeah. um, who can you describe what she looked like? I said, she had dark hair. And he's like, uh-huh, like really scared. I said, uh, he goes, she, she poked my chest. 
And I said, you didn't get up out of that bed and run. And I explained who she was. And I said, she's not very happy with you. She mm -hmm. thinks you haven't done right by me. He's like, what? He, that was beyond his capacity to comprehend and that freaked him out so she was yeah. just being territorial and like hey yeah. buddy hey like we have i have a beef with you and it turns Protect out me. there was some sketchy things that she had every right to call to my attention so you know he was like really how did i get called out by your grandmother in spirit like come on <laughs> um but you never know how it kind of happens like that <laughs> It does. That's that's where I was going. Thank you. See, you got me right back on the, my on my train of thought. Um, a lot of times, especially within the last year, year and a half, when you know after all the you know what started, um, a lot of people were stuck in their homes with their families instead of out doing things, going to work, whatever, and so they noticed the activity that they never noticed before that's true. and a lot of it was was guides even a guide trying to give you a message if they're trying for a year to tell you something and you're not hearing them they're gonna pop you on the back of the head they're gonna throw things at you get your attention um and and that can seem pretty nasty but once you you know get them to finally listen to what the message is all of a sudden everything gets better um one gal her uh, her cigarettes and her pen kept getting tossed at her or hidden. Um, so I, I you know was talking to her and her dad showed up. She's supposed to be writing a book, and she said she was going to quit smoking. So I relayed that message, and once I did, guess what? The activity stopped. Yeah. I lost contact with her, but <laughs> <laughs> the, the, so I don't know if she got the book written, but. Uh, it, it can be as simple as that, or um, you mentioned teenagers mm -hmm. with all the energies they're going through, poltergeist activity, especially with gifted teens. Explain um, what that is. Explain what a poltergeist activity is, because people may not know. So right, um, most people think that a poltergeist is a an entity, and it can be, um, but a lot of times it is um, a teen, young adult, whatever. Um, adults do it too sometimes. Um, you get so much energy build up and you arc. Think of static electricity. You know, you, you rub your uh, foot on the carpet and you, you know, you go and shock your foot, you know. Um, it, it's kind of like that. It just, boom. It has nowhere to go and it just, boom. So something flies across the room. Um, door slams shut, you know, every, every cupboard door in the kitchen slams open and everything falls out of the cupboards. Uh, that that's poltergeist activity. Um, can it be, like I said, a separate entity? Absolutely. Um, but a lot of times it is just the, you know, the troubled individuals letting off steam, even though they're not letting off steam. It's just, you know, in their mind, it's just, ah, and boom. Well, it's funny that you say that because that was an issue for me personally. I had a lot of issue dealing with my frustrations of trying to learn how to um, deal with seeing spirit when I didn't have support as a child. And so I had a lot of frustration. And one thing, if I got upset and people were screaming and fighting, I did that all the time and I'd blow up TVs, the pixels would go out, I'd blow out speakers. So I had... <laughs> 
Yeah. When I moved into my boyfriend's house years ago, I went, oh, are these insured? (laughs) I "I need to get some insurance. (laughs) But it can happen. (laughs) You know, I I got over all of that uh, now, but for sure that that kind of activity but some people think of a poltergeist though as well is just a noisy kind of ghost or mm-hmm. a spirit that's just noisy and, and get your attention yeah yeah and it, it can be also it can be that too yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. you know i think it's really interesting that people most people that i hear from hear they just feel their loved one or um i love it how animals will see spirit and you know i used to say this all the time i'm like oh my dogs interact with i have a dog and spirit that comes and plays and they're like really i'm like seriously they will tell me before i even notice someone's in the house they always oh, yeah. pick up on it and one time i i recorded it it's actually on my facebook somewhere and you could see like the ripple like how you see heat on a macadam you could mm-hmm. see the ripple and my dog's growling at this poor entity that was like not sure how in the heck he got there yep. <laughs> um, but they see it um and little ones they see spirit you know usually oh yeah they're wide open they see they see through the veil and they usually will look in a corner or they'll be laughing at something in a corner and you're like what the heck are they looking at that's a spirit loved one that's coming to visit just check out the baby yeah my my granddaughter um she's three now uh but when she was two she started at at my ex-wife's house she started you know going into her bedroom closet shutting the door and she'd be talking to somebody so they finally called me like who's she talking to right and she's like i show so she took my hand we went into the closet and sure as heck she was talking to her grandma fitzgerald who she never met you know passed away well before she was born but that's who she was talking to um kids are you know we're, we're all gifted in ways and children have not been taught yet that this doesn't exist. You know, you can't do that stuff. Um, you know, it, it's not real. That gets embedded in their, in their mind. They're trained out of it. Um, okay. if, if you work with a child to develop those gifts, it, it's amazing. Well, and I like you said that, and it's something important to think about, you know, um, I was wide open as a child and I saw an archangel at the age of three and my son was wide open and everyone used to say, oh, he has imaginary friends. No, when I would hear him talking, I'm like, look, who are you? Why are you here? You know, he's giving you cute little names, but I need to know who you are and why you keep interrupting my child's sleep, you know? Yeah. Um, And so at the time I was able to do that, but if not, I think it's great for parents to reach out to somebody, to talk with your child and see, is it a good positive energy? Maybe it's just their guides. Maybe it is just a loved one, but it can be negative vibing entities that love to uh, attach into kiddos. So it's really important, even yeah. if you don't know how to do it, to reach out to somebody that you trust that can do that for you, just to give you that extra peace of mind for sure. Right. Absolutely. Um, and there's, uh, you know, uh, paranormal groups, there are support groups, um, there are therapists who also delve into metaphysical issues. 
Um, if that's becoming more of a thing, um, and then you're a regular therapist, don't be afraid to reach out for help if you're having issues. Um, you know, it, it, may, it might save a relationship, be it your, your husband, wife, child, friend, job, whatever. Um, you know, if, if you're having issues and things are getting worse, reach out for help. You know, um, there's people out there that aren't going to think you're great. You know, that they, they can help you. Well, and I think it's more, we're much more open now than when you and I were younger. You know, oh, yeah. those were things where I was told, don't, don't tell people stuff like that. Don't, don't discuss that. You know, that people don't want to hear that stuff. They'll think you're crazy or they'll lock you up. You know, you can't, you can't talk about those kind of things. Right. And, you know, um, right now, a lot of children are staying wide open because of what they're here to do on the earth. And so yeah. if you don't know how to handle an intuitive child, there's lots and lots of resources um, that can help you because the worst thing for me, and I'll say this is the worst thing for me, was being told not to honor what I was seeing or experiencing and needing that guidance to go, okay, this is more of a negative entity. This is how you can be empowered to keep those things away. You know, when my son was little, I used to, I taught him, I picked a, a mole on his hand and I had the same one. And I said, this is Archangel Michael. And all you have to do is push your Archangel Michael button and call him to you. And he is right by your side instantly. So it didn't matter where he went. He was always going to have his button with him, you know? Perfect. Um, and <laughs> it worked, you know? Yeah. Uh, we tried multiple things, but that one seemed to really empower him. And he felt surrounded by it by that kind of angelic love and that's so awesome. that's one of the great things that can kick out one of these negative entities if they're empowered to, to activate and to you know little kids it's hard for them to know that they have the power to yeah. um to shift things so it's really important to give them those tools absolutely you know teach them instead of suppress them <laughs> um you know that that's one thing i did uh you know that that traumatized me so bad i i think i suppressed uh, my abilities oh, for, sure. uh, for a long time and that that caused health issues and you know issues and um, eventually they they came out um, near death well I pretty much died in a car accident and you know I'm standing outside of the car looking in at my body going now what and they're not yet you got work to do and next thing I know I'm waking up in my body kicking the door open Soon after that, so traumatic experiences can really kickstart your abilities, and oh. if you're not understanding what's going on, while you're why are you hearing people in your ear, why you're seeing people in your head, hearing voices in your head, you're not probably not crazy. You're you're probably developing some gifts. That's a, that's called you you had um, thrown into a spiritual awakening. From it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah kind definitely. of like kicks your kicks your butt big time doing that. I can relate. I had one as well, and I remember on the other side going. But if I go back, if I go back, everything has to be different. So you have to be careful of the words that you say because let me tell you, what the reason words words are are words and power Very words. Powerful. Yes. Very powerful. So let's talk a bit about um, what, what's your thought on orbs and how can you, I know a lot of people talk about <clears throat> orbs and one thing I love to do is show them the, my video cameras because they're just flying around all the time. But um, 
So for the average person, what would you say about orbs and what's the best way to capture them? Okay, best way to capture orbs, new furnace filter, vacuum your carpets, dust your furniture. <laughs> okay, now let me, let me elaborate a little bit on that. Um, you, you watch your video cameras, you know, especially the infrareds, all this stuff's flying by. Somebody walks by and all of a sudden there's all these orbs. Okay. A lot of it's probably dust, bugs. Um, so you gotta watch flight patterns. Um, what I do is I, I feel the energy. If there's nothing coming from it, it's more than likely dust. Um, however, if it, you know, does this comes up and looks in the camera and I'm like, oh, hi, you know, I feel energy. Okay, we'll we'll give you some thought there. Who are you? You know, you Grandma Betty. Who you? You know, what? Why why are you here? Let's let's talk to you. You know, get the EVP recorder out and and try to figure out who this entity is. Um, so. I, I do believe there are orbs out there. However, what a lot of people see is dust. Um, like I said, watch the flight patterns, look for energy. Um, a lot of times they will emit their own light. Mm -hmm. They won't reflect light. They will emit their own light. Um, you know, that, that would be a true orb. One of the oh, best places for orbs is in Lilydale, New York. And that is just spirit. There's spirit everywhere there. If you just, if I just sit there and close my eyes, you just see, you just see so much spirit around. It's fantastic. But the orbs, yeah, that's a really cool place. Um, yeah. Anyone with really high vibration and, yeah. you know, that tends to have a lot more. Absolutely. You're not wrong. Yeah. Elizabeth <laughs> Sampson. Uh, oh my God, Grandma Betty, that's, that's her mom. <laughs> <laughs> that is her mom. Here awesome. we go. <laughs> he might be intuitive, Elizabeth. I don't know. <laughs> a little bit. That's fantastic. <laughs> she um, says hi, by the way. <laughs> um, so what about, have you ever used, tell me a little bit about the equipment that you use for paranormal, because oh. a lot of people like this, and I don't, I really don't know a whole lot about them. So tell me a little bit about equipment. If somebody wanted to do this on their own or kind of play around. Sure. Um, my favorite piece of equipment is me, um, you know, especially with the cases that we de we delve on. Uh, we go in and most of the people that we deal with are having major, major activity. They just want it gone. They know they're having activity. They want it gone. Um, you know, we help on dead files level cases. Uh, so we go in, we smell, we hear, we see. Um, and, and we, what we call, we do the thing, you know, um, help them out. Uh, but if they just want an investigation to get proof, you know, that they're not crazy, uh, my favorite piece of equipment is my voice recorder for EVPs. Um, electronic voice phenomenon, for those of you that don't know what that stands for. You know, hit record, set it down, don't carry it because your thumb rubbing up against it can sound like a voice. Um, you can talk, you can ask questions, and you may not hear anything, but if they say something, your voice recorder may pick it up electronically. And when you play it back with your headphones on or whatever, oh wow, there's a voice. 
<laughs> so you can get answers to your questions and that can help you figure out who's there, why they're there, what they need to move on. Um, is it a guide? Is it something nasty that needs to go away? Uh, we do also have, a, I've got like a 12, 12 or 18 channel uh, DVR system, infrared cameras, uh, you know, to catch things moving. Um, what else do I got? Oh, I got an SLS camera. That's pretty good. Structured light uh, system camera. It, it uses an, an Xbox 360 Connect. And the way that works is it sends out a bunch of laser beams that you, you, know, you don't see. And it, it tracks your movement. You know, when you're playing those video games, you know, if you swing like that, it swings the bat on the video game. It's the same thing. If, if there's energy from the entity right there, it can reflect those lasers and it can actually map out. It maps out stick figures. And you got to be careful with it, though, because, you know, a chair, all of a sudden it may pop something in the chair, you know, stick figure, but it might just be an anomaly. Right. So, you know, what I like to do is, hey, can you wave? And if they do that, well, chances are you're talking to a spirit. Um, at my, my son's house, I actually caught a little girl and it looked like she was leaning on a crutch. And another medium that I talked to afterwards, I didn't tell her about this yet. She's like, there's a little girl there and she's got some, some kind of back and leg issues. She walks around not leaning on something. I'm like, really? You want to see this? Um, on cue, she waved at me three times, nice. three different times. I still got the video. Uh, so that that's another piece of equipment that I really like to use. Um, Ghost Box, SB7 Ghost Box, what that is, it, it's a modified radio. And it flips through the channels so fast, you, you generally can't get a full word out. So if you do, chances are it's, it's an entity. Um, there's a lot of static on those, and it takes a long time to go through those sessions. And you might ask a question, and you might get an answer over seven minutes. You know, I two minutes go by, am, another two minutes go by, and you'll get other stuff in between. So it takes a long time. Mm. Um, so I built what's called a portal. It's an amplifier and two guitar pedals, uh, a noise reduction pedal, and a, a reverb pedal. So you can actually remove the static from the ghost box and just the voices come through. Ooh, I might have to actually hook up with you on that. Sure. Um, that's something that uh, I was looking forward to doing since I do uh, mediumship shows. And I thought for Halloween, how much fun would it be to actually do the last part of my show with a spirit box? That would be cool. <laughs> yeah that you know physical we call it physical mediumship but um yeah so i think it would be a really cool um thing to do at that time of year just to kind of give everybody an extra little oomph <laughs> yeah absolutely sometimes you gotta have fun with it right you gotta have right fun with bringing spirit through but that's awesome that's awesome my my daughter just popped on ashley ann osberg that's my daughter and she is correct and evp is the reason i found my wedding ring um a number of years ago Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so, you know, I, I love that because this is something that I teach in my intuitive development is that we have to learn to partner with spirit and they will help us in our daily lives for the normal things. You know, um, I think that's fantastic spirit, but they're not always that specific, if you will. Um, I lost my drill and I kept saying, spirit, where is it? It's here. 
yes, it's here. I'm like, is it in this room? Is it in this room? I'm all over the house. And they're like, it's in the garage. I'm like, oh, good Lord. I mean, I tore that bad boy apart looking for it. I mean, it was there, but I couldn't find it mm-hmm. for the longest time. But they they do guide you. They do help you, you know? Yeah. Um, or they'll say something like, um, don't forget your keys. Or <laughs> All the time. They, they prompt us, you know? So some of the paranormal things that we hear, um, I hear a lot of spirit outside of my own like I hear it from the outside that doesn't happen to a lot of people and I never used to hear spirit that strongly that way until after my near death but that's how I hear them more than not um and so yeah it's always like someone yelling from the other room hey don't forget your keys okay thanks mom I got them (laughs) yep um I'll hear words I'll hear look down okay oh look feather or you know the keyhole in the doorknob Ah, yeah, I got to get, you know, grab my store keys. Um, sometimes uh, my guys will throw a picture out, you know, just a picture. Like, Thank you. I forgot about that, you know. And and like you said, sometimes it's very general, uh, but they give us the clues. We got to do the work. Right. right. <laughs> For sure. For sure. So answer this and to you, the best of your understanding. I like this. I get this from people that they want to know why people, why a spirit hangs around the earth plane and doesn't transcend. So what's okay. your take on that? <laughs> That's a big topic. Let's digest it, that a little bit. It is. Um, in my experience working on these cases, um, a number of reasons, uh, just like, you know, a living person deciding to go into Walmart or leaving Walmart, you know, that's their own reasoning. Um, when somebody passes, either A, they don't know they passed. <laughs> it's a thing. They're, mm-hmm. they're wandering around going, what's going on? Why can't anybody hear me? Um, they're afraid of being judged mm-hmm. um, for past issues. They have unfinished business messages for their loved ones they want to deliver. Um or they just get so attached to something, dining room table, piece of favorite piece of jewelry, that they don't want to let that go. You know, say you can't take it with you. Well, true, but you can hang around, (laughs) you know, and and watch that piece, you know, jewelry, whatever. Um, So there's lots of different reasons. Everybody's reasoning is going to be different. Um, They might, have tried to, they might have stuck around long enough to try to get those messages through that they they lost the light. So if you can help them see the light, they're more than willing to go, especially if they can call their loved ones to come help them through. Um, so just lots of different reasons. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I agree with you, a lot of times they're not aware that they passed. Yeah. And one, one thing that I've learned because ever since I was little, I worked in what we called the interim space. And even before I knew what I was doing, that was part of my mission here is to help people transition. And so, and you work in the interim space. And so it's not quite there. It's not quite here. And you can go back and forth and your loved ones come in and talk to you. And this is the space where as people are dying, 
they start really having these strong interactions with their loved ones on the other side. That mm -hmm. typically happens in that interim space because we can float in and out. So when you first pass, that's where those people land. They, they hit there and then they're like, because it looks like here. And it's like that, it's just that interim space. It's really a hard place to describe. It feels different, but the same. Yeah. And, um, you know, when your loved ones come and meet you and, and you cross, it's just like a blink, but for whatever reason, they misstep and they land there. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's what that, that space is. That's how I would associate that. Is that, that makes sense. I like the way you put that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a lot of us light workers that, that transition people, that's where, what we call it or are very familiar with that plane. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I think a lot of people, you know, I think it was that movie, The Ghost Whisperer, they talked about people had a lot of unfinished business and uh -huh. um, they kind of hang around for that. And I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think, I think sometimes that might be the case. Mm -hmm. I think a lot more times than not is if they really weren't ready to go, they have that longing, that humanness that wants to hang around. Yeah. Um, just to make sure their loved ones were okay or they're just they're they're in grief because their loved ones are in grief and they kinda just didn't they might have gone to that interim space or gone over and been like, I'm gonna hang here a minute, I'll be back and <laughs> you know, um, they may see the light and they go there, but they hop right back or something for a little Yeah, time. they don't quite get all the way through or what have you. Yeah. 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 And, you know, it, it's really interesting um, when you try to cross people over. And I would just caution people if that's something that you encounter, um, call somebody that has a lot of experience because yeah. it's going to help and you can learn from them. But it, it's it really is easier if somebody's been doing it and understands how to do it. Um, yeah, then it, it's kind of an acquired skill. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It can be a challenge because they might mm -hmm. not want to go. And so, yeah. you know, <laughs> reasoning. Just like, yeah, just like blessing houses. That's another thing. Oh, my goodness. People all the time ask me to bless their houses. And I used to do it without a second thought. And I had my spiritual team doing it. And I mean, I was there, but they had already done a lot of the work. I wasn't doing it much of the work, but every now and again, they reach into some really interesting energies. One tried to throw me down the stairs, scared uh -huh. the living crap out of me. I was like, I'm done, I'm done doing it. And yeah. um, every time I went to that house, that entity would be outside scratching on the windows. It would like make the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Yep. Yeah, it was not a very pleasant energy. Yeah, and, and you can't make them go. <laughs> no. We, you know, God gave us free will. Well, when you pass, you still have free will. So that's why I say, you know, reasoning can get you a long ways with, with some energies. Um, there are some things out there that aren't supposed to be on this plane. So if we run into one of those, I will call for and ask for a little help, you know, mm -hmm. and it's, it's dealt with in whatever manner it, it I don't want to say deserves, but in whatever manner will rectify the situation. How's that sound? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I like that because 
you know, we, we are divine beings, but we are in human form. So it is yes. important that we work with our divine team and that they come and, and assist and really having people that are skilled at this, you know, um, know how to communicate, how, you know, that have that, I don't want to say nerves of steel, but for, for those of us that have, don't work with it a lot, I tell you what, it, it kind of like takes you off guard for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. And so that, that would be my best advice is always reach out to somebody that has a little bit more experience. Yeah, that's one thing. If, if we go somewhere to help somebody and we run into something that we have not encountered, we don't know what it is, what we need to do to take care of it, we back out. We don't want to cause further issues. You know, I'm on the horn to Steve. Uh, hey, Steve, this is what we got. What the heck is this thing and how do I take care of it? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not afraid to ask for help anymore, especially where, you know, other people's lives, um, sanity, you know, it, it's a stake. I, I want to be 100% sure of what we're doing, you know, when we're going in to take care of these things. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, you know, and I think it's just important that people realize that they have experiences all the time, whether it's like, like we said earlier, you know, loved ones. Um, just getting that feeling that somebody's there or, you know, like somebody's watching me. Like (laughs) I hear that one all the time. I feel like someone's watching me. I just say engage and say, hi, who's there? Um, And if you have a feeling of, you'll get a feeling. You're intuitive. Mm -hmm. You'll build your intuition as you communicate more with with the divine. But that's happened all the time. Yeah. Um, Looking down, finding a dime, finding a penny. You know, that could be your angel saying, hey, look, pay attention to, you know, what's what you're thinking about right now. Or you did something really nice for somebody. You know, here's a little gift for you, you know, a feather. Um, if I do something something good for somebody, I'll hear look down. Ah, feather, you know. Um, I went to the lake the other day. Uh, I was fighting myself on a decision and I had to figure out why, because it was a major decision. Um, I was also listening to um, uh, a tarot card reader, and she was talking about it's time for. I mean, the you know the universe is stepping in huge right now, and you're going to know what you need to do, and when you do they're going to give you a sign. You're going to find a feather or something. And I'm walking down by the edge of the lake and I made, I figured out why I was fighting myself. It was fear. Past fear. I don't need it anymore. Made my decision. And I heard, look down. <laughs> I love it. And oh, that's nice. what I found right there. That, that's a pretty good sized feather. Beautiful. And, you know, the, the tarot reader said, you know, your sign is going to be huge. Nice. It's a beautiful gift. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it when spirit really shows up like that, you know. The one that gets me a lot because I'm stubborn. <laughs> I'm working on not being so stubborn, but uh, spirit will, I'll hear it twice in a day. <laughs> and I'll be like, all right, I get the point. I get yeah. the point. You know, it's so fun. It just makes me laugh. I'm like, they're just going to find a way mm-hmm. to bring these things to your attention if you're present and paying attention to it. 
Yeah, I'm a procrastinator. I put things off all the time, and eventually they're like, you're doing it now. Okay. It's time. <laughs> That's awesome. Yo. So I put your website out here at cobraparanormal.com. You guys Perfect. can check him out on Otter's Den. And anything else you have going on? You have a new talk show coming up, maybe? <laughs> I do, actually. Um, Wednesday nights uh, on the Rook Radio Network, uh, Blog Talk Radio. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm a co-host with um, Teresa Sayers and Stephanie McPeak on Dr. Mary Barrett's show. Um, we talk about general stuff, but we also take calls and, and do readings for people. Um, <clears throat> nice. See... Thursday nights, um, me and a teammate of mine, Michelle, um, we do a show called The Forgotten Serial Killer Chronicles, where um, she looks up a lot of information on the, the smaller, lesser known serial killers, and she throws out hints. And we have fun with letting the guest guess, you know, which serial killer it was. Um, so that's going to be coming back very soon. She has some health issues. She's getting healed up, and, and we're going to be starting that up again. Um, and then also on the RIP Radio Network, Howie O'Dell's RIP Radio Network, um, the Paranormal Emporium. Uh, it will be my new show on Friday nights at 7 Central. So I'm looking forward to uh, starting that. And I, I've got some uh, some pretty good guests lined up for the Otter's Den. I'm going to throw those events out here pretty soon once I get, uh, get everybody scheduled. Um, and every other Monday night, me and Joni do kind of a... What's going on in the universe? Uh, she's a, an astrologer, and you know, I, I throw in the metaphysics, and then we figure out why stuff's happening. You know, to us, to the to the country, to the world, whatever, and and we have fun with it. I throw out a lot of humor, so does she. So we, we laugh and giggle with it. So it's awesome. It's awesome, and so desperately needed right now, just to keep everybody up to speed on what the heck is going on in the universe. And yeah. you know what I love about that is people that aren't really following the spiritual path are like, is there a moon? What's going on? Like, and they'll, they'll reach out and say, something is happening. What's going on up in the galaxy? And yep. you know, it, it's just, it's fantastic that people are starting to connect the dots and more and more people are awakening. So you have amazing shows that people can connect in with you. Um, and you have a wealth of knowledge. It's been such a pleasure having you on here tonight. Thank you. Um, Thank I had you fun. for sharing all of your paranormal experience. I think it's fantastic. And if you're in you his bet. neck of the woods, look him up to go and uh, help you with your paranormal experiences. You'll have to come my way and head to Gettysburg. How many times, <laughs> you know, do you know how many times Gettysburg has, has come up in the last week? Spirit is speaking quite strongly as I'm getting giggles from across the table. <laughs> that's, so that's so funny because it's a neat little place um there's there's still some spirit activity going on there um for sure um but the energies you know i do i like to go and do healing on the on the grounds but um yeah, yeah so that's a neat little place yeah you have to stay either at the farnsworth that's a fun little joint to stay at um or the hotel in the okay. square those are the will, two I fun i'll definitely yeah. be looking at trying to get there disembodied voices and all kinds of interesting act paranormal activity happen in there so yeah you want right. to <laughs> take my equipment yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go there you go you might enjoy that all right my dear well thank you so much thank you everybody for joining us and i'll see you thank guys you. all again next week it was a pleasure my dear you take good care all right you too thank you very much